This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's the place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Big show ahead. Two really great guests. In just a little bit, we'll speak with United States Congressman Andre Carson, who represents Marion County in Washington, D.C. But first, we speak with Luke Messer, United States Congressman as well, representing Indiana's 6th Congressional District, the eastern part of the state of Indiana. Here's that conversation. We have the privilege today of speaking with United States Congressman Luke Messer. Mr. Congressman, how are you? Hi, Rob. I'm, I'm doing great. Great to be on your show. Hey, thanks for being with us. First of all, the big debate in Washington over the past couple of weeks seems to be health care. Where are we at in terms of changes to Obamacare? Yeah, I mean, I just came off the, the House floor where I, I gave a speech that essentially pointed out the fact Congress is going home for the Easter break with work left undone. We've promised for seven years that we would repeal Obamacare and replace it with something better, and we need to finish that job. I'm actually calling on Congress to come back before Easter and uh, and, and get a bill off, off the House floor. We do have an opportunity. We have legislation that, that's in the works. It's, of course, not a perfect bill, but, but no bill ever is perfect. Um, but it is major progress over the status quo. It cuts taxes by... Um, hundreds of billions of dollars, cuts the size of government, but most importantly, it unshackles American families from the burdensome mandates and uh, taxes of Obamacare and uh, puts the patient back in charge. That's been our goal from the beginning, and, and I still believe we can get that done. Were you surprised something didn't pass the first time around? Absolutely, I was surprised. You know, I've, I've promised for seven years, but Hoosiers have been working for seven years to repeal Obamacare. That's why we've elected sweeping House majorities, a sweeping Senate majority, and now even President Trump, all on the promise to repeal Obamacare and, and replace it. And um, 
that's what we told the American people do that we would do, and we need to do it. I remain optimistic that we will, despite the drama, and when we do, the American people will be in a far better place. A lot of the blame went to the House Freedom Caucus. Who, who do you, if there is any blame to put on, who, where do you put it? Well, I'm not so into uh, assigning blame. I mean, uh, listen, I, we knew from the beginning that this would be a big, complicated subject matter. I mean, health care touches every American, and, and there are a lot of complexities in solving these problems. But I think the the ultimate question is this. Will America be better off if we repeal Obamacare and replace it with the legislation that's before us? And I think the answer to that is unquestionably yes, for the reasons that I described before. But really, I think often forgotten in this debate, there were people who won when Obamacare passed. You spend hundreds of billions of dollars, of course, someone will benefit. But there are so many working families that I've talked to that have seen their their premiums skyrocket, uh, go up to $1,500 a month with a $12,000 deductible. I mean, there's families that are $30,000 out of pocket before they even get to their insurance. That's not sustainable for anybody, and that's why we need to do something. That's why I'm less interested in sort of the political question of winners and losers and, and much more interested in the families that lose if we don't get this done. Get our guest, United States Congressman Luke Messer. Um, let's talk about tax reform. That's a big issue for President Trump. I know it's important to the House of Representatives as well. Where are we with that? Well, for sort of um, complicated reasons of our rules, if we don't get health care done, it's much harder to pass tax reform, and that's bad for the American economy. You know, when when I talk to people out in Indiana's 6th Congressional District where I live, the number one concern is paychecks, it's, it's jobs, it's, it's the fact that folks feel like they've been running on a treadmill in this economy and not really ever able to get ahead. And so what we need to do with tax reform is get a growing economy where there's more competition for workers, which is really what drives up wages, and then hopefully also provide tax relief to working families right away, too. So um, that needs to be done. I'm still hopeful by the fall that we'll be able to get that passed so that it takes effect for the next um, the, the next set of, uh, of tax payments next year. And, uh, you know, it's, it's long past time that that work gets started. Mr. Congressman, on a high level, help our audience understand why tax reform overall is tied to uh, health care. Yeah, so essentially it's, it's, it's this, that there are a trillion dollars in taxes in Obamacare. And if, if you are able to change the law and get rid of those taxes, you, ta- you change the budgetary baselines in a way where you could potentially provide a trillion dollars in tax relief. If you don't do that, if you don't unshackle the American economy and all the individual families that, that, are, that are hurt by that law, then it, it makes it much harder to pass big, broad, sweeping reform. You know, I guess United States Congressman Luke Messer, another big issue for President Trump, for the Republicans, it appears, will be infrastructure. Indiana going through this right now with the roads funding bill. Where are we with the, with the transportation bill? Well, infrastructure is one of the core functions of government. It's, it's difficult to survive in a modern economy if you can't get around on our roads and our, and our bridges. Um, I, you know... Uh, we, I was a part of the major moves legislation that passed in Indiana, you know, a decade ago under Governor Daniels. I was a state legislator then, and I, I think it's a, now a, a growing concern that we get it done. President Trump has mentioned this repeatedly, both throughout the campaign, but after 
uh, he was sworn in as president. So I know it's a high priority for him, and I'm optimistic we can get a big, bold plan done. Um, that, I think, would also be important for the economy because not only uh, are these uh, bridges and roads and railways in, in, important for commerce and, and uh, products, that the, the shipping of products, that are made in the marketplace, but frankly, they're good-paying jobs themselves. I mean, building these roads and bridges are, are typically very good-paying jobs, and so um, I'm hopeful that, that we can get it done, and, and when we do get it done, it'll make a big difference for the economy. You don't have a vote on this issue, but want to get your thoughts on the nomination of Neil Gorsuch to the Supreme Court, because maybe next year you will have a vote on this. <laughs> Well, we'll see about the about the next year. Those those decisions will be made in the coming months. But um, you, you know, look, I, I think you have to look at the most fundamental level. The selection of the next Supreme Court justice was on the ballot in November of 2016. Both President Trump and Hillary Clinton spoke openly with the public about the kind of nominee they would put forward. Donald Trump won the election and put forward the conservative justice that. He promised uh, someone who's high, highly qualified for the job, and I hope he will be. I hope he will be sworn in, or you know, he will be passed the, the the nominating process in the Senate this week, and then eventually sworn in. You know, I have heard that Joe Donnelly said that he will now vote for Judge Gorsuch, and frankly, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, Hoosiers overwhelmingly support the selection of a conservative Supreme Court justice. Uh, Judge Gorsuch is highly qualified. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure Joe Donnelly had much of a choice but to vote for that, that nominee. Um, I think what's important now is that we get him sworn in. And I know there's some question about the Senate rules and what they do with the Senate rules to get that justice confirmed. But, frankly, I think it's, it's clear that Judge Gorsuch deserves to be a Supreme Court justice. There's no credible reason to reject him. And the Senate should do what they need to with their rules to make sure that, that he does pass the advice and, con and consent of the Senate. So if you were in the Senate and they were to say, uh, future Senator, uh, would you support ending the filibuster? Well, I certainly would support it in this case if that's what's needed to get Justice Gorsuch moved forward. And I have to tell you, I think it is time. I I've spent a lot of time in the House trying to revise the rules and empower individual members because I think most Americans, the average American citizen, uh, feels that they've lost power in their legislature, and, and that's because we have these cumbersome rules that make it very difficult for an individual legislator or an individual senator to uh, to have a, a voice. And when those individual members don't have a voice, then the American people don't don't have a voice either. And all of this is happening in an environment where the executive branch is cranking out thousands of pages of regulations every day. So I do think it's time to to, to reassess. Um, what we've historically done with the filibuster, it seems to me that the easiest way to do this is just to go back to the physical filibuster. Many of us remember the old black and white movie, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, where Jimmy Stewart, you know, stood there and gave a long filibuster. And if individual members of the Senate actually had to do that to hold up debate, that would call the American people to take greater depth, a greater in-depth look at a particular issue. It, would seem to be something that further debate, not cut off debate. And so um, to me, I think that's the long-term compromise here. Why not just go to a physical filibuster 
and uh, and not allow an individual senator to cut off debate indefinitely. United States Congressman Luke Messer, a uh, couple of things as we wind down here. A lot of people don't know you ran against Mike Pence for Congress a long time ago in a Republican <laughs> primary. Did you ever think you guys would end up, you're in Congress, he's the vice president. Did you ever think that would happen? No, we did. You know, that's when Mike Pence and I actually became friends. As we ran against each other 17 years ago in a congressional primary. It was a very uh, amicable race where, you know, there was nothing negative thrown around by either one of us. And we didn't really know each other at that time. Um, I was a staff guy to David McIntosh who was then the congressman, and, and, and Mike Pence was, of course, a Indiana radio show host. Yeah, I had no idea when we were standing on those debate stages where we might end up uh, today. I'm incredibly proud of him. And to give you an idea of our relationship, about a year later, I ran in a state legislative caucus, and uh, actually two guys I ran against in that race endorsed me in the state legislative caucus. Mike Pence uh, endorsed me, and, and a guy named Jeff Linder, who is a distinguished state legislator, who had served before. Uh, so it does show, I guess, there's there's still potential to run campaigns in, in the political process and, and remain friends. It's certainly true. Mr. Congressman, I want to close with this. You've had a chance to meet with the president a, a couple times, right? Yeah, I have, and, and, and with Mike Pence. I got to meet privately with Mike in his office, but right before that we were in a meeting with with President um, Trump. And, you know, and I met President Trump with Mike a couple other times. I just told him we're of course, very proud of, of the vice president, and um, I think the entire state is. And he's a vital part of this Trump team. I mean, he, he's the, the person on the Trump team that most understands Congress and the way it works. He's got Mike's got an awful lot of very strong relationships here, and um, I believe he'll have a major impact in this administration in the coming years. Yeah, I wanted to ask you that because as someone who's interviewed Trump, I found him to be very charming in person, very nice guy. What was your experience like? Yeah, it was funny. I mean, only because you mentioned that, I'll give you an example of a conversation. So when I, first time I met Trump, it was in Philadelphia, and we're with we're with uh, Vice President Pence. And I said, well, you know, Mr. President, I'm Luke Messer from Indiana. I know you. And then I said, but Mike Pence was my predecessor. You know, we're all very proud of him. And, and Donald Trump looked at me and said, well, yeah, we're proud of Mike. But, Mike, we're proud of Luke, aren't we? We're proud of Luke. He's doing a good job, isn't he? You know? <laughs> I don't know if he knew me, but it was still all very nice and charming, right? And um, so I think that's just an example of, uh, of, of who the president is in person. And I can tell you in other meetings, he's the leader. He's, he's in charge. This is a person who's a longtime executive. He knows how to run a meeting. He knows how to build teams. He knows how to motivate people. And, uh, and I believe over the coming months, um, Hoosiers are going to see what they hope for because, uh, after all, Donald Trump won Indiana by a very wide margin, and I believe most Hoosiers are willing to give Donald Trump the benefit of the doubt. They want to see him be successful, and my hope is, of course, over time he will be. Now, Mr. Congressman, we'll close with this. Any big announcements you want to make today? Anything <laughs> going on? No. I mean, listen, I know there's been a lot of talk about the U.S. Senate race. It is something that my family is seriously considering and I say my family because we make all these decisions together we serve together and we're just trying to figure out what's our best calling uh, to help serve the state and, and the country right now we're so focused on what we need to do to get health care moving again the beginnings of the Trump administration getting tax reform done that it's hard to focus on that but but I know that we need to and, and the voters of Indiana deserve 
a, an answer in a reasonable amount of time. So my hope is within the next couple months we'll be able to figure that out. But one way or the other, we're, we're certainly proud to have the opportunity to serve the state of Indiana. Mr. Congressman, thank you so much for your time. Keep up the great work in Washington. Hey, thank, thank, thanks again, Rob. Really appreciate it. That was United States Congressman Luke Messer, and uh, we'll look forward to his announcement that he's going to run for United States Senate in the near future. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll speak with the United States Congressman Andre Carson, who represents Indiana's 7th Congressional District, better known as Marion County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself, it's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty sundaes can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides childcare for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 53 89 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. Special thanks to United States Congressman Luke Messer. Also had a chance to chat with United States Congressman Andre Carson, who represents Indiana's 7th Congressional District, better known as Marion County. Wide-ranging interview talking about everything from Donald Trump to Russia to being in the minority party, which Congressman Carson is as a Democrat, started off by asking him about the failed health care bill that did not pass the House of Representatives. Here's what he had to say. Well, I think in a very real sense, a lot of my Republican buddies um, heard from their constituents, and they're concerned about uh, this proposal, um, the merits or lack thereof of the, of the proposal. And listen, you know, as, as, as 
complicated as the Affordable Care Act was and, and is in many ways, uh, I think most people can agree that the wealthiest nation in recorded history should be able to provide her citizens with health care. Um, you know, personally, I was hoping that uh, things went further. Uh, I was obviously for a single-payer system, but I think in terms of those of us who are parents being able to keep our kids on our insurance plans until they're, they're, they're 26 is awesome. Women no longer have to face discrimination in many ways because uh, simply being a woman uh, is effectively a pre-existing condition. And I think in other ways, um, you know, if you look at President Trump's proposal, you know, cutting uh, NIH budget by about 20%. And, I, you know, I, I, I think constituents already are, are disillusioned with the political process. Um, and I think in a very real sense, um, the future success of our country uh, depends on access and understanding of our health care services, uh, prevention, treatments, and I think real progress, honestly, in this area can only be achieved if we can continue to support um, what we know to be uh, not a perfect piece of legislation or, or law, but something in the works, and I think that's the benefit. You know, Social Security, we didn't get it right the first go-round, so we had to make amendments throughout the years, and I think the Affordable Care Act is the same. Mr. Congressman, did the Republicans come to you at all and say, hey, you're not in the same party as us, but you have ideas? What do you think? Were, were you reached out to at all? Not not, not on health care, um, but of course we, we work together on other issues such as transportation and national security and even education. I know one of the big issues that is important to you is the National Institute of Health. You've requested an additional $2 billion for that. Tell us about uh, why you think that needs funded. Well, you know, I think NIH, you know, the, the, the research alone has been impacted by repeated cuts in the midst of an already fragile economy. And I think due to its role, uh, kind of, in, in, in job creation and providing valuable and innovative biomedical research. I think our country depends on the contributions from NIH to our economy and really a strong healthcare system. So um, I, I'm, I'm working with a lot of my colleagues um, to request an additional $2 billion for fiscal year 2017 budget levels for NIH to help us deal with research, really, into diseases that impact millions of Americans. I'm talking cancer, Alzheimer's, diabetes. Um, I think these kinds of things really will determine our future, uh, future success as a country. Mr. Congressman, I get our guest, United States Congressman Andre Carson. Uh, you are the only member of the Indiana delegation on the Intelligence Committee. What is going on with this Russia investigation? You know, I think... Um, we are the House Intelligence Committee and the Senate Intelligence Committee, but the House uh, specifically uh, is working working very hard at uh, getting uh, folks to come in to testify. We're asking the right questions. We're, we're assembling a, a very top-level list of witnesses, and you know we, we we take our job very seriously. But I think that there are serious concerns about 
Russia, about the Trump campaign, about members of the Trump campaign, and the administration's relationship with 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 Russia. And you know, for President Trump to be so cozy with uh, Vladimir Putin, someone who has actively sought to silence the media, silence the press, someone who has actively disrupted and dismantled any attempts at establishing a, a real democracy, um, it, 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 it concerns me. Mr. Congressman, so I mentioned- think that the benefit is that we have intelligence committees in both the House and the Senate um, who are collectively in a bipartisan, bipartisan way asking the right questions, um, trying to get to the bottom of this. But I think in the end, we're really going to have to get an, an independent commission to deal with this matter because there's so much on the plates of uh, both the House and Senate intelligence committees. So, Mr. Congressman, you believe that your Republican colleagues are cooperating, working in good faith, and everyone's working together on this issue? I think, I, I, I think for the most part, Democrats and Republicans are in agreement as it relates to uh, supporting our, our intelligence community, um, giving them the tools that they need to not only keep our country safe, but uh, keep our global community safe, um, and also ask the right questions, making sure that taxpayer dollars are, are put to good use. There's, there's fiscal stewardship at play. And, and, and all of us on both sides of the aisle, staffers included, we take our jobs very seriously. We've taken an oath, and I think that that oath is, 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 is being honored to the best of our ability um, to, to, to meet the objectives I just mentioned. Mr. Congressman, I know you've wanted more hearings on this topic. Do you think you will get them? I think so. I think so. I think that the public sentiment is, is, is such. I think we'll, my hope is that we'll see more open hearings. We can bring in people like Sally Yates to come before not only the committee, but the American people and to really present herself um, in a very brilliant way. And, and I'll keep pushing for that. You're a Democrat, which in Indiana makes you, you know, sort of a minority party right now, and it's a minority party in Washington. I'm curious how you get things done, how you're effective for your constituents when you're, you're dealing with the other party being in power. You know, the pieces of legislation that I was able to get passed, uh, four pieces of legislation, um, couldn't have happened were it not for Republican help. I think we're in agreement for the most part when it relates to uh, keeping our country safe, investing in our infrastructure and job creation. One of the big issues that is out there that you're going to have to take up next is tax reform. What are you hearing that you're going to be presented in the House, or have you heard anything yet? Well, there, you know, in the various caucuses, tax reform has been brought up, but it, it, it hasn't been a topic that has been prominent because everyone is consumed by Russia, Russia, Russia. They're consumed by President Trump's tweets. They're consumed by the distractions that we're seeing uh, when we're trying to pass a full budget and not just live off a, a, a CR every you know, month or 90 days. Uh, but, but taxation is a part of the larger discussion. I think um, the, the, the line that a lot of politicians are, are afraid to toe is when you have an upcoming election year, no one wants to be on record as having dealt with anything that relates to taxation. And taxation is a very complicated issue. It's a very real issue. I think when 
we talk to constituents directly and, and try to educate our constituents and even listen to our constituents uh, more so about their concerns as it relates to taxation, then I think it makes for a better outcome. You know, I, I, the age-old question is, is a legislator um, a, a trustee or a, a delegate? And I think it's a combination of both. Um, but, you know, we want to make sure that there's a fair taxation apparatus in place. We want to make sure that, you know, the, the, the wealthy aren't just benefiting. We want to make sure that uh, middle class and working class folks are getting some benefits as it relates to a taxation package. Mr. Congressman, I want to wrap up with this. One of the big issues that President Trump talked about during the campaign was an infrastructure bill. Indiana on the verge of a big tax increase to fund infrastructure mm -hmm. in our state. What are you hearing about the federal government transportation bill? Well, you know, we had this conversation earlier, and um, when you talk about infrastructure, more and more members of Congress, uh, are, especially those folks who have been here for some time, are, are, are reminding us younger people the, the good old days of earmarks. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I, I support earmarks. If I can uh, negotiate and talk about ways in which we could uh, make critical investments in, in Indiana and Indianapolis, I'm all for it, um, but there seems to be um, some some opening with regards to the Trump administration and and their posture as it relates to earmarks. And I think uh, members of Congress would appreciate it. Uh, it, it. It it gives members of Congress something to talk about more clearly at home, and I think it helps us move things along. When you have a member of Congress Congress who has uh, a project for a hospital in mind and in a, a rural community where you know folks have to drive over an hour to get to uh, comprehensive or some kind of high quality health care service uh, it becomes problematic and you could make that argument much more effectively when you have uh, a structure in place that supports earmarks. That was United States Congressman Andre Carson. We'll take another quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Special thanks to our two great guests today, United States Congressman Luke Messer and United States Congressman Andre Carson. Don't forget, if you missed any part of either conversation, you can check out a podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today, and you can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want, totally free of charge. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. 
You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Hey, Hendricks County, this is radio and TV commentator Abdul Hakim Shabazz, the editor and publisher of IndyPolitics.org. It's a place where smart Hoosiers get their news. Although the state house is just a few miles away, we know sometimes it can seem like a million miles. But you know what? When it comes to issues like road funding, schools, putting more Hoosiers to work, and fighting the drug epidemic, those issues hit close to home. That's why we want you to bookmark IndyPolitics.org. At IndyPolitics.org, we bring you in-depth, comprehensive coverage of the big issues facing in Indiana. And we also bring you Indiana's newsmakers in their entirety. And here's what's even better doesn't cost you a thing. So pay us a visit, indypolitics.org. It's where smart Hoosiers get their news. Hi, this is Billy Joe with Three Dimensions Salon, inviting you to come see us at 729 North Green Street, Suite D in Brownsburg. At Three Dimensions, we believe life isn't about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself. Three Dimensions has an awesome array of services, including designer cuts, highlights, and color blending. We are now taking appointments. Find out for yourself the difference we can make by calling 317-852-5577. Get more information about Three Dimensions Salon by liking our Facebook page. This is Amanda Johnson with Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a locally owned ice cream shop located at 1022 East Main Street in Brownsburg. We offer delicious ice cream cones, sundaes, shakes, malts, and bubble tea. Wiley's is open Sunday through Thursday, 1230 to 9, Friday and Saturday, 12 to 930. More information about our flavors and specialty Sundays can be found on our Facebook page or Instagram account by searching Wiley's Brownsburg. Wiley's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today. Go Bulldogs! This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. 
My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.